So, Jenna Reed. Hey there. How are you? Wonderful. Let's talk a little bit about Jesus. What do you say? Yes. So if I was to ask you, first question, what has the Lord been showing to you in this season of your life about Himself? What would you say? I think we talked a little bit about this before, just of His kindness. Hmm. I think it's something that I would take so for granted. Um, and the Lord put on my heart probably the beginning of this year, end of last year, about how that the kindness of of God is what leads men to repentance. And then I realized it's His meekness and His sweetness about Him that even draws us back unto Him. And I think just the kindness of the Father is sometimes we can separate it and say Jesus is kind, but the Father is full of wrath and He is a kind Father as well. And just to realize that as much as He is a lion, He is a lamb. And that doesn't mean that He's weak. It means that He's chosen to be meek and chosen to be kind. That to me, I think I was really into the power before, the power of God. And I'm like, mm. yes, and I still am. But those sweet moments with the Lord are now weighing so much more value with me to be like, oh, but you're kind, God. Yeah. You're kind and you're sweet. I feel like at least to me, that right now. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. What do you think happens to a person? Or what do you think the disposition is of a person in their life if they don't understand this? What are some things that you think will you'll see in a life that doesn't understand Jesus is kind? Wow. I mean, obviously for one, I would say striving. Hmm. When you don't have the, you could tell the difference between someone who's had a kind father and someone who hasn't had a kind father all over their face. You can even, what do they say? The, um, you can see the security of a man by the way that his children acts when he's in the room. Wow. And I think when a child feels that that their father is kind and their father is loving, you're like, wow, what a secure man, what a kind man. And I think when you see these people who have a reality of his loving kindness, they have this air about them where there's no need to prove themselves when they walk mm. in a room, that they're so confident that he's good, that they don't need to try and show people that they're good enough. But there's this striving that people get to where you try and perform and you try and be good enough and you try and do this checklist because you feel like there's this wrath that's gonna come against you. And His wrath is weighty and beautiful, but only it's beautiful because He's so kind at the same time. Mm. And I think there's a security in a Christian and a freedom and a joy when you realize that your Father is kind. Wow, that's incredible. Do, do you think that uh, Christianity as a whole, in your estimation, has failed in this area? <laughs> His kindness? Yeah. I would say that we can improve on it. Mm. I think, um, I think if we have a revelation that our Father is kind, we'll stop acting like orphans mm. and we'll have unity back in the body of Christ. That's good. Um, when you see the church at large and Christians at disunity, you just realize, wow, you don't truly understand how good He really is. Mm. And I think that we'd be so much more for each other if we realized that we are just as valuable and that his hand is not more on one than the other. And there's not one who's a child and one who's an orphan. Wow. Like he really loves us. Mm. And we can say, oh, they're really being used by God. Go for it. That's my brother. But God mm. also values me. Wow. I think that's a revelation that we need back in the church is to realize God's using that church. God's using them. I'm so excited mm -hmm. because if my God is that kind to them, <laughs> I know he's that kind to me. Yes. So your your dad has been in ministry your whole life, right? Yeah. 
So what, what's something that you really have drawn from watching your dad walk with God through all these years? Wow, that's such a good question. I mean, I would say I have, I have a very good example of a kind father. Okay. He's extremely kind. Um, I had where, I think I was, we were talking about this, which I feel like it's the best picture of kindness. I had where, like, I love my Bible. I love my Jesus. Um, <laughs> but there was a time when it was really hard for me to read my Bible, and it, the words just really hurt me and cut me. And my watching my father's example of it was never a pressure it's never a performance like he has three daughters i'm the youngest one i'm probably the favorite but and the youngest one and um to see his loving kindness and restoration and there was a season where i didn't want to read my bible i felt like that anxiety in christianity where you feel like if you keep the the word of god at bay then you don't have to be in confrontation with how good he is and wow. things that he really wants you to deal with but <laughs> My father was the one that would call me and say, how are you doing? And have you read your Bible today? Just a verse. Just read a psalm. Let the word minister to you. Not as a, um, hey, we're Christians. Hey, we're in ministry. It's time to get back in the game. But it was like, don't forget to fall in love with Jesus. And I could say he's probably been more of an example of the goodness and the beckoning of a kind father than I've ever known in my life. Like you could see that he would never be like, hey, make sure. I think you, you're, you've you preached on this before with your kids that you do really well. It's not a, hey, you have to do X, Y, Z with God, but it's this, let me show you how in love I am with Jesus hmm. and you're gonna watch me and wanna also be in love with him. Wow. And it was like an example of a road of, wow, I wanna love him that way. And it, it was never a condemnation, never a like a checklist. And I wow. think I've learned learned that from my kind father is how kind my father is. That's, that's beautiful. You know the, the scripture, uh, the parable of the talents, <laughs> and the one man that doesn't, Yes. he says, what well, I, I knew you were a harsh man. Yes. Do you think that his inactivity is connected to his view of his father? Isn't that wild? 100%. And I, I was just reading about this. Now I'm excited. I was just reading about this, about the, uh, of the talents, is that you could see his perception was completely skewed. And if you look, I think this goes as well with our talents, with the Lord and our giftings and following God is, he never said, hey, to you, I give this much. Make sure you do this with it and invest it. He gave it to them and even gave them the freedom to follow the Lord and saying, <laughs> because he's so good, because I have wow. a right perception of him, I want to make this. And, and that's how I think when you have a kind father, you even do that. It's not a, I'm afraid I'm going to get punished. I have this and I so know that he's for me. I want to do the best with this that I have and make it multiply. And then you take it and you, you they multiplied it, but it was the one man who had the wrong perception of his father, of of the man. And he, he buried it because he thought he was going to get judged for it. He thought he, he was cruel. And I think the same is with David. Is, um, I was talking to Dom about this. The same is with David is, you never see that God said, hey, David, pick up the rock. David, swing it. David, today's the day wow. I want you to pick this up. Aim for the giant. He just thought, my God is so good and I love him so much that it was this thing inside of him that came <laughs> alive and he's like, this is what I'm doing today. But sometimes as Christians, we sit back and we're like, he didn't ask me to pick up that rock today. 
he, it's in his word, pick up the rock, mm -hmm. One, 100% go after the Lord. And I feel like sometimes we just sit back and we're like, I just don't know what he wants me to do. Well, when you say he's loving and he's kind and he's uh -huh. for you, then you're like, well, that's the kind of God I know because he's in me and I know his heart for me. I know exactly what to do. I'm going to come alive in this moment. And I feel like those two stories in my mind go parallel because yeah. they're like, hey, I've seen I've seen my master rightly. And David says, I see God rightly. And that makes you move in the proper pace of the Lord. People say, what if it's not the right time to go? When you have a right perception of the Lord and you're with him daily and you know his heartbeat, then you can feel when he comes alive. Yeah. You can feel when he wants you to run and go. Huh. Otherwise, if you don't, and there's that disconnect, then you're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I would say, personally, if someone has a wrong view of the Father and someone doesn't know if he's kind or you've just been feeling like, I don't know if now's the time. I don't know what he wants me to do. I just, should I go into ministry? Should I not go into ministry? Should I do this? Should I take that job? Should I not? In my mind, just go be with him and mm. then you'll know his heart mm. and then you'll lean on his chest and say, oh, I can hear the beat. I know his heart yeah. and we'll never know him 100% as every thought, but you'll feel his emotion towards things. Yeah. So you feel, it sounds like you tied together two things, the right view of the father mm -hmm. and being with Yes. The Father. Yes. So would you add anything to that? Or would you say just spending time with Him is the main and really only way to get to know Him? Well, I wouldn't say like, I would say to get to know Him, you have to be with Him. Mm -hmm. That's in reading your word. That's in prayer. Yeah. Um, but love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. I think there's a right view of the Father that can only as well come when you're around other people. Wow. Because when you're by yourself in your closet, it's easy to completely silence the convictions of the Lord and call them the temptations of the enemy. And I think that you see a strange man when he is only around people and never with the Father, and a strange man when he's only wow. locked away, but he never hears the goodness of God in other people. So wow. there's there's attributes of the Father's heart that are in people around us that he, he gave. I would say my husband carries so much meekness. My sister has like a, a depth and a joy. And, and I want to know like what is of God in them. Yeah. I'm like, teach me the part of the heart of the Lord that I haven't accessed yet. But if I lock away and I say, no, I, I've got it all, you can become a strange mm. person. <laughs> That's extremely good. Let, let's talk about one more area. Mm -hmm. And then we'll close out. You've been married how long now? Oh, I should know this. Eight years. Years of blur. It's good. <laughs> so yep. eight years. Yes. And Bo is how old? A year and a half. A year and a half. Mm -hmm. So you are a mother and been a wife for eight years. Yes. What is some of the things that maybe you didn't realize at first, but in eight years now you're like, okay, yeah. this is something about being a wife yeah. or being a mother that yeah. I didn't really see. I think I I'm very strong-willed. Like I'm very I'm Italian, Sicilian. My husband is like country, peaceful, little blue-eyed farm boy. And I think the area which is kind of a controversial subject, but the area that God has taught me to submit and to serve as a wife has been the most freedom and liberated I've ever felt. Because wow. I feel more freedom being under the covering and protection of my husband than anything that I've ever felt before then. And I, we were first married. 
I was very much like, listen, we're both doing the dishes. We're both doing the laundry. <laughs> he had like a full-time job. I did nothing. He'd come home and I'm like, I'm not making you a sandwich. Like I was very strong in it. But then there's this heart of the Lord where I had to realize like I get to love him and he gets to love me back. And it's not 50-50, it's 100-100. <laughs> and that's like with the relationship with the Lord as well as yeah. like I am loving him and he is loving me. It's an exchange. <laughs> and I feel what I've learned is there was a moment where um, I got to preach a message and I felt real incredible. I was like, yeah, I'm amazing. I feel great. It's like this high where you're like, oh, I feel great. I come home and um, my husband just got off a long day at work and I was like, I'm going to go and spend time with the Lord because I'm a strong believer that when you get off the platform, that time is even more valuable than when you get on the platform. It's to help your heart and I just love to be with Jesus afterwards. But he was like, okay, and I got in my prayer closet and 100% I could hear the nudge of the Lord say, go out there and make your husband a sandwich. <laughs> Which is like, if you know women, you're like, no, you know? And I, I was in there and I was arguing with God and I was like, no, I'm here to serve you and to love you. Huh. Look what I did today. So much far beyond mm -hmm. staying at home and doing that. And he was like, go make him a sandwich and I like went in the kitchen and I was so begrudgingly and I got out the things and I felt the Lord being like no put your heart into it wow. like genuinely make it an act of service wow. towards love for your husband I made him the service the service the sandwich and I gave it to him and he started weeping tears in his eyes and he goes I just needed to be loved today wow and I realized that what he did in that moment out working so hard that day was an act of love and service to me and I wasn't gonna sit and weigh it and go but how much did you love it was it's this selfless love that you learn in a marriage you like you die daily in it it's exciting and then again with having a baby it's the same thing it's this giving of yourself and loving wholeheartedly that you're like what a joy it is to be a servant of the Lord like it's the same way in, in marriage as it is with kids. And with kids, it tests your patience even more. I'm in like the one and a half stage right now. So it's like the middle of the night screaming. And sometimes you're just, you're just out of it a little bit. But it's this idea of realizing, oh my gosh, if we're supposed to be like Jesus in these little moments when I can give a little bit of myself, I, I literally will think about it when I'm in the middle of the night changing a diaper, middle of the night feeding my baby. And I'm like, he gave himself on the cross to say, this is for you because I love my kids so much. Oh, wow. I love you so much. I'm pretty sure it was inconvenient. And I get to sit at this little person that could do nothing for me oh, wow. and say, I just want to love you how I got loved by God. And for me, it's like an overflow thing that I get it. Then people are like, I cannot love my husband rightly. I cannot love my kids rightly. But I think if you can view the idea of the father rightly and what he truly did, then yeah. that overflow of love and kindness just overflows into those areas of your life. I don't always get it right. But I think when I do have hard times, there's this book, Every Moment Holy. And it says oh, yeah. that even those moments can be incense unto the Lord. Hmm. that You can give it back to him. That's <laughs> beautiful. So will you pray? Mm -hmm. Specifically, it seems like a couple of things have come out. Mainly seeing the Father rightly. Yes. And then from there, responding rightly. Wow. Will you pray? Mm -hmm. Of course. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy, your grace and your love, Lord. Yeah. I ask you, Jesus, just to strip our minds completely 
of the ideas and the perceptions that we've made of you, Jesus. Let us know you. Let us love you. Let us see you rightly. Let us value those around us. Jesus, I thank you and I ask you just to come. Help us find the joy in loving you again. Mm. Help us find the joy in seeking you again, Jesus. Let us not deconstruct your good and kind heart, but reconstruct our broken and fallen nature. We thank you, Jesus. Give us a passion for your word again. Give us a hunger and a fire within our bellies again to be with you. It's not out of religious duty. It's out of love and kindness. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus. And let even those who are watching and listening, just even this moment say, I lay down my wrong perceptions of you. Mm. I lay down the, the structure I've made up of you as a father based on my earthly father. And we say, Lord, teach us how kind you are. Teach yes. us how good you are. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.